Now, for my almost my favourite part of the week, Scotty Sattler, Jason Woogie Matthews, all thanks to Best Sheds. Best Sheds, 20% sale, by the way, is on now, and the boys are on the line. Hello, gentlemen. What do you mean almost? What is your favourite part of the... <laughs> is it crossing to New Zealand? Is that yeah, your favourite? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Below the rim's pretty good. Um, <laughs> hey, Sats, how, how good was below the rim? Around the rim? Yeah. <laughs> rim to rim. <laughs> helmet to helmet. Socky. Uh, what do you got, boys? Job, yeah. hey? how are you? Um, oh, now, can you, um, can you confirm nor deny you um, southern brotherhood mm. that the missile was at the Everest yep. tick? Yes. Yep, correct. Can you also confirm nor deny that he had... No socks on with his shoes. Oh, confirmed. Oh, confirmed. Now, now I mentioned this oh, earlier in the program. I mentioned this earlier in the program, Sats. Yeah. And I hate to sort of give more clues as to the identity of this person, but mm. a particular guest of mine who came with his beautiful partner, he mm. happens to be the son of a premiership winning coach who may have coached you. And not only did he have no socks on, he spray tanned the ankle part only for the no socks. What's Justin happened? Lang, shout yeah, out to you. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, Langy, but I had to come <laughs> close. I almost when I, when his beautiful partner Julia told me this information, I almost kicked him out of the racetrack on my own accord. Yeah, is that is that that'll fair? do me, Gus. Yeah, you couldn't have two completely different brothers, could you? No, no. Justin, who was a good-looking man himself. Yeah, is he? Oh yeah. And and Martin, like Martin's one of the great guys, and battered head though. Hasn't he? Well, you said that. Yeah. That's rich. Uh, Justin's yeah. an eleven. <laughs> People in glass houses. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Justin's an eleven out of ten looking bloke. He's a good fella too, which makes it even worse. Hey, were you frothing on Saturday? You oh. would. I thought about you Saturday morning, mm. and I thought you and Socky and and we'd just be frothing Saturday oh, morning. Frothville. I, tell, I, I shared. I shared my betting day, boys, early in the program. And my betting day was basically the Broncos grand final. I was up 24-8. I was absolutely cruising. I couldn't get beaten. Ezra scored, which was by way of me picking the Quinella. And then all of a sudden, somehow, I gave it all back. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was talking to a guy on Friday at a, at a function, and he's a mad Penrith supporter. Flew down to, staying in the city, flew down to Sydney for the game, grand final. And when Ezra Mam scored his third try, he was yep. that livid. He got up, <gasps> left the stadium, went to the train station. Oh, no. And heard all his yelling going on. He said, oh, I can't listen to it anymore. Put his headphones on oh. and listen to a podcast and then check the score and saw that no. Penrith had come back. Oh, missed no. it. Missed the last 20 minutes. Serves no. you right. Serves exactly. you right. That's, exactly. That's, that, you'd almost not be happy for winning it, like if you missed it, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> He's filthy again. He's Woogie. just got the podcast on repeat. How was your week, mate? <laughs> Mate, oh, yeah, oh, week. I was crook on the weekend, oh. so I just sat on the couch and just watched. He's filthy because so he spoke to Badge sport. on Friday. Badge's mm. favourite horse is Alligator Blub. Yep. And Badge said, "You got to get on it, Woogie. You got to get on it." And Woogie didn't no, no, get on. No, no. I gave him rubbish for not and getting on it a couple of weeks ago. Two lengths later. Oh, mm. I was spewing. But mate, what what a weekend in sport! Oh, it was huge. Awesome. awesome. How good was Timmy Zoo? I was saying to Sats, he just he looked patient mm. and he just. Threw his punches when you needed He's to. Hard guy to knock were, out the other guy. Were you happy with the way he fought, Sats? Me, um, yeah, I thought he probably he he flirted with the edges a little bit too much early on. Gave away, I thought, some rounds, but but he, yeah, he was really patient and composed. And he's little, so much like his father. His father just would wait for a sweet moment where he would land that left left right, and he, he's so powerful with, with his punches. Brian Mendoza, Mendoza after just said, "I've never been hit as hard by someone in that age, in that." In that weight category, 
Um, so what happens next? That's the biggest thing. I, mm. I, I, don't, I don't know whether there's enough money for Jamel Charlo to fight him. I, I don't mm. know whether he'll come back down. Well, who's Charlo waiting for then? Whether he stays up there, you know, which, which he struggled at, those, that super middleweight up against Canelo Alvarez, I, I don't know whether he stays up there because he ran for 12 rounds mm. from Alvarez, but that's where the money is. Um, but Tim Zhu, if, if he's not going to fight Jamel Charlo, if he goes up one more weight category, which is not much. Mm. I can help him with that. He could fight, <laughs> he could fight Yeah, he could fight his twin brother Jamal Charlo. Oh. So if you're not going to fight me, I'll take your brother on. Right. Don't mind that. Mm. Is Charlo scared of him? I don't think before the Canelo fight, I don't think he would have been. After the Canelo fight, I think he's got a little bit of scar tissue. I, well, I got told by a pretty, pretty reputable you know, boxing identity on, on the weekend that he said that he's heard from guys in America that Charlo doesn't want to fight him. He doesn't like his style. Was that from Don King? Who's, yeah, who's your reputable? <laughs> Tyson, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fury. So, I beat you. I beat you. Hey, Satchi, it sounds like a risk and reward thing, right? So he's not going to get the reward mm. that he wants prize-wise to take on such a big risk as Timmy. Yeah, he, Is that right? He doesn't like his style, yeah. yeah. He's really concerned about his style, yeah. What do you make of the what? Rugby League, the Pacific Championships? Oh, how's Rat's tip that Samoa yeah. would, would win the World the Cup? boys won't give it. <laughs> what, what do you call the rat? What are you, what are you calling it earlier? The, oh, the rat, yeah. curse of the rat. The curse of the rat. <laughs> Here he is. Here's Can the rat. Can I say, I think Samoa will win it. That's my bold prediction. Have you seen their team? Have yeah, you looked at their squad? Be... I, I just I look at that squad, you know, across the board, in the halves, um, in the middle, their outside backs. I just think, wow, this is – if they can get it together as a team, tell you, gee, I'm so impressed with the squad that they've named. Okay. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm really excited to see them play. Haven't well, missed got him. We've got in a 22 nil. Yeah. In our, in our WhatsApp group. Yeah. Weren't we giving it to him? Absolutely. Left of the giving group. it to him. Well, well what, what, one listener is suggesting the reason he's not here today, he's doing some video work with the Samoan team. Um, the board's lit up. This Billy from Madison wants to have his say about Rat's tip. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. When he was telling me that on air, I just, I'm looking at him and I just, I actually zoned out then. I'm going, what are you talking? It's not even worth listening to this. Did you get to be, did you get to be there live for that moment, Woogie? Oh yeah. Oh wow. I thought, are you stoned? Like what's what's going on I tell you what, I tell you what, you would have loved it. Uh, you would have loved it, uh, Sugar, because yeah. he's taking the pressure off you for, with a few of your oh, yeah. conspiracy oh, yeah. theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, keep them coming, Rat. Uh, that's all I've got to say. What else is happening, boys? I um, I was listening coming in, guys, and also there's a text on the line there from Ed saying, hey, Sugar, do you think Meany's in the best 17? You guys were talking about it earlier. Mm. And I like your, I like what you said, Sugar, about the whole loan. And I, I think they could do that with young Jonah Pezzett as well. Yep. You don't want to be loaning out too many players, but I think they can fit all three. I, I think... One thing Melbourne have done really well over the years is they don't rush players. Yep. They've got a young kid by the name of Jack Howarth, a really good back rower. He played his debut against Brisbane, I think it was, at the back end of the year, the last game of the season. And they haven't really rushed him in. And I think they, they hold players back really well. They don't get their expectations up too high too early. I think you could play Nemeni in the centres. 
Pappy, and I reckon he could play a fire longer as a 14. Oh, okay. Even, even if he's only getting 15, 20 minutes a game, I think it's it's better than what the alternative is, which is going back and playing second grade. Okay, so you're talking about almost what they did with Pappy in the first place, yeah. and, and in many ways what they did with Nico. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's probably what they will do, Sats, I suppose. Um, I suppose. What do you make of – did you see the comments um, talking from the Vegas situation mm. around mm. – David Riccio said it this morning on Breakfast with Brandy Vossi around the fact that Rugby League is going to be put on the Fox One channel in the negotiation, yeah. which is a win. Mm. And apparently – and this, this may be sort of pie-in-the-sky stuff, but – they're trying to get Tom Brady to be part of the yeah. broadcast. Mm. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I've, I've started to warm the idea. I don't like the idea of my, the possible playing surface and whether it's, I don't know, from an injury perspective, I'm, I'm concerned about that. But in saying that, when I was listening this morning to Matty White, there was a there was a listener, Pedro, obviously rang up. And Pedro was talk, had a really good idea. And his idea was the advertisement for the game should be showing a guy putting all the padding on, on the legs and on the shoulder pads and the helmet and everything, and then then slowly taking it all off and stripping it all off back to just the, the bare skin, and that's your rugby league player. I think it's not a bad I think it's not a bad promotion. Yeah, Tourist is nodding. He totally agrees, don't you, Tourist? There is not a chance in hell Fox <laughs> will let their prime TV main moneymaker in the world be spoken down to in any way just for a little bit of NRL coverage. Mm. So if you have that, you're basically insulting the the NFL there. So you think it's a little bit like uh, what did we do for the state of origin when we went down to Adelaide and we couldn't sell it out? Didn't, yep. didn't we make some kind of demeaning statement like what's the real football? What's the real footy or something? Yeah, it was in the main street actually. Yeah, it was on big billboards in the main street yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what the best way is to sell it. Well, if they get on uh, Fox One, you're looking at 75 million American homes. Mm. If you can get on, that's a big number. Yeah, but there's 8,000 Fox channels. So it's just, mm. we were on Fox 1 during COVID. We were the we're on Fox 1 when rugby league was the first sport to come back during COVID. Okay. And did that make any difference to the game? And there was no other sport on? So you were against this move to the Mate, to I, I think it's a waste, I think I it's a waste it. of money. I, lo- I, I love seeing the game and in the brightest of lights mm. possible. On a smaller field. Yeah, I'm all for that as well with an <laughs> empty stadium. But... <laughs> But I, I, Tom Brady is no way going to be associated with this. I hope Volandis. I hope Volandis <laughs> voices the ads. Rugby league. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I'm not a fan of it. Mate, and everything comes at a cost, Woogie. Like surely, uh, surely he. I, I don't think it'll happen either. But you know, shoot for the stars. You never know what you can get on the way there. Mm. Mm. I love the whole. Possibly Alex Volkanovsky fighting on the weekend, or yep. possibly a Tim Zoo fighting on the weekend. Hugh Jackman doing a musical somewhere. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> can With he, Russell? Can he yeah. do the national anthem? Do Lay Miz? Oh, again? that'd be great. at half time. <laughs> half time. You know we, what about the Tina under. Turner? We get the Tina Turner Rudy Hill RSL show. Get that out there as well. That'll go. That'll go great guns. You're just filthy because Sugar and I possibly uh, yeah. could be going. No, yeah. you won't be going. I've already spoken to the powers of that. <laughs> and that's why I'm filthy because I'm not going for work. Hey, um, can we talk cricket? Let's talk about filthy. Mate, yeah. if we don't win tonight, sock, mm. we're in we're in the deep well, end. I'm saying we're gone. Sugar says. I, I'm saying we are sugar too. Sugar says I say we're not in panic stations, and sugar reckons we're a six dollar Uber away from it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to. Can you remember 1999? I, I want to switch your brains back to them. Mm-hmm. We, we were one from three games then, and went on to win the World Cup. So I'm still optimistic about Australia's chances. But yes, both teams are in two. 
it's a big, big game. You know, we've got to put a flag in the ground here and make a statement. You know, we're sitting 10th because we've got poor net run rate, but I think the boys will get it done. So what do we got? We've got fourth ranked, that's us, up against Sri Lanka seventh. Now, just saying off air that England got beaten by Bangladesh, didn't Afghanistan. they? Afghanistan. Uh, Afghanistan, I should say. But Afghanistan, they've got very good spin bowlers, haven't they, Soki? Mujib Ar-Rahman and yep. Rashid Khan did all the damage. Uh, Mujib got man of the match with three wickets and also some quick-fire runs. That's a huge upset. That's the biggest win in Afghanistan's small, short cricketing history. And we're up against Sri Lanka, who went on a 13-game winning streak uh, into the Asian Cup final where they lost to India. So they're, they're no mugs, got great spinners. They've got a couple of troops out. Their skipper's out and their leg spinner Hasaranga's out, but uh, they bring in a left-arm finger spinner, a 20-year-old who did really well against the Aussies uh, when he debuted uh, uh, about 12, 18 months ago in Sri Lanka. So uh, left-armers have done the damage against the Aussies with Jadeja uh, taking wickets and then against Maharaj. So we've got our work cut out for us in the middle there against spinners. Soki, we really need we, we need Zampa to find some form. We really need that. But oh, Sats and I were talking off the air as well. Are our three pace bowlers as feared as they used to be Cummins Stark and Hazelwood yeah I, I agree I mean we saw shoots of, of uh, good bowling when they've closed out the game against South Africa I think they took four for 48 off seven overs which is what we liken to good uh, fast bowling you know bowling at the death bowling through different stages but you know there's been talk do we need that extra third quick in Cummins in the side depending on the service I would say no um, Mitchell Stark is a pick anywhere in the world. His record is second to none. Uh, however, you know, they've got to put it together and now's the right time. I just think we've missed the mail by not picking an extra third spinner to be in the squad. We don't have him now, so there's no point talking about it. Um, that means those quicks have got to step up and step forward and get the job done. How far is Travis Headaway? Game five against the Netherlands is the okay. early reports, but it might be over and done by then. So will we see Green and Stoinis together, seeing their seamers? You potentially could have them together. You'd have to drop a quick. Uh, they won't drop a batter the way the batting's going. They're averaging 22 in the middle order. So batters from three to seven are averaging 22 over the last 12 months. So a middle order has failed. Um, we've got Smith and Labuschagne, plenty of experience, but they've got to get on with it as well. They're striking at sort of 70, 60, and it's just not quick enough, uh, particularly over there against spinners. So um, right across the board is, you know, they're, they're underperforming. Uh, it's uh, but as I said, tonight's a good opportunity. They play at luck now. That's the, the same wicket they played on against South Africa. So they have a little bit of knowledge on that. Uh, but you don't want to leave your run too late. Uh, and I think this is the game to do it. We need some luck now. Um, boys, <laughs> uh, think about it. Think about it, of course. We shared this earlier, but um, think about it has only ever lost one race. And it's competed oh, yeah. 12 times. Mm. And, and did you hear us talking about that before? Yeah, it was, did, did it end up being Conrad? Conrad. Conrad beat it. Um, Conrad ran second in the race. A horse called Capo Strato won the race. But can you believe the only defeat it's had, Fletchy's battling horse, who spends a lot of time running around at Gosford, prize money of 140000 has beaten a horse that's just got worth $11 million. That's unbelievable, isn't it? That's what Bear's head does. That's what he does, yeah. He upsets parties. That's what he does. you flush him down a toilet, he comes up with a gold tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Don't he? (laughs) Or a gold watch, one of the two. Uh, What can we expect for the rest of the show, boys? Uh, A little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're going to cross. That means we've got no idea. Now, we've got a new segment called Bin It. And uh, uh, Daddy Vass, our producer, oh, who you know, who's, who's got the world's worst headache, uh, haircut Heck. today. It's mm. shocking. But yeah. 
he's binning his miso because he says, quote, unquote, off the air today, he goes, well, she wanted a, a, a gourmet ham and pineapple pizza. Well, got a, got a pizza, ham and pineapple pizza, which is gourmet. Oh, we're going, no. wait a minute. It's not gourmet. That's not gourmet. No. And then she ordered olives on it. Oh. Yeah, rank. Yeah. Hey, Wayne Bennett. Your yeah, boys, thank you for the reminder too because uh, the podcast, if you've missed any of the show, you can catch up at the start of the show where we, we debuted a new segment called Scrap It. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. That'll be on the show next week. <laughs> He's a fraud, that Brooksy. Uh, Absolute fraud. What, what, do you, what do you mean next week? We've still got 37 minutes to get into that show. <laughs> Everything, everything we've done, Sats, is on yeah. their show. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> those two segments have been doing really well. one 300 170 what are you scrapping? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, boys. Great to chat. Oh, see you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Best Sheds, 20% off the entire range. Sale on now. Visit bestsheds.com.au. Always great chat, those boys, aren't they? Very good.